Welcome to Namely 90s, the podcast that takes you back to the time before smartphones, Google, and Y2K. Join your hosts as they relive the pop culture that shaped a generation and the parts that many people wish they could forget. Listen in to the conversation about how the decade defined those who spent their childhood there and how it shaped them as adults. So, turn down the grunge and dial up the internet. Let's get started. It's time for Namely 90s. That's right. You're listening to Namely 90s. This is Andrew. Over there, you've got Brandon. Um, you can That's find us me. online at Namely90s.com uh, or on Twitter at Namely90s. That's with a 90S. Well, this week's episode takes us to August of 1997. Uh, Brandon's going to give us a quick synopsis of what was going down. Uh, travel back with me, if you will, to August 1997 on today's episode of... I almost said rewind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's, it's an old... It's an old uh, YouTube show. You can reference it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's see. Kylie Jenner, um, the youngest of the Kardashians, even though she's only not even a Kardashian technically, was born on the 10th of October. Nope. August 1997, uh, which leads to Princess Diana dying in a car crash on August 31st. She just she just couldn't bear what she knew was going to happen. She saw the future. Oh, new, cons- new conspiracy theory right now. Uh, in television, The View premieres on the 11th. Bunch of uh, clucking hens on uh, CBS, essentially. Uh, it's CBS, uh, I, right? I thought they were ABC. I don't know. I don't watch Uh-oh. these shows. Oh, what? No, I said, oh, you should oh. watch those shows. Very show. mentally stimulating. Uh, I mean, I used to watch live, I guess, but now that Regis is dead, just isn't worth it. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. Regis. Oh, yeah. Uh, the first episode of South Park airs, which is called Cartman Gets an Anal Probe, uh, which is on the 13th. <laughs> uh, the Rugrats return with new episodes after being canceled in 1994 by Nickelodeon. Um, the TV, the children's show Franklin premieres on the 24th. And Is that the, the turtle one? Yes. Okay. All right. And recess on August 30th. Uh, in video games for the month, Mega Man X4 is released, as well as GoldenEye for the Nintendo 64. Ooh, so good. Oh, yeah. Seriously, one of the best. And then in the box office, we have Air Bud and Spawn coming out on the 1st. Uh, Free Willy 3 of the yes. Rescue. Uh, God, I love any time a Free Willy movie comes out. It's just fantastic. Right? And somehow we've been able to hit, I think, three in a row. Um, Event Horizon comes out on the 15th, as well as Steel, which was the Shaquille O'Neal superhero movie, um, which I want to say was loosely based off of uh, is the Steel Superman, but I'm not sure. And uh, G.I. Jane and Leave It to Beaver came out on the 22nd. And, oh, you have a comment on that? Well, just that's sort of, you know, again, August tends to be a big premiere month. So lots of lots of good material there to talk about. Oh, yeah. uh, G.I. Jane starring Friends alum. 
uh, one of the people Courtney from Cotton. Friends. Courtney Cox. <laughs> gotcha. Um, and then on the Billboard charts, number one is still I'll Be Missing You by Puff Daddy and Faith Evans. And that was since we talked about it last in June. Yep. Um, and it's knocked out at the end of the month by Mo Money, Mo Problems by the Notorious B.I.G. featuring Puff Daddy and Maze. Who, interestingly, the previous song just referenced is about. Yes, um, the, that you are correct. That song was re- released post posthumously. It's posthumous. I listened to that back last time and I just sounded like a complete moron. Yeah. But posthumously. Yes. Uh, so I also thought I'd include that uh, number three on the charts for I think this is the second week of August um, is Quit Playing Games With My Heart by the Backstreet Boys. Mm. And number four is Semi-Charmed Life by Third Eye Blind. Uh, number 16 is All For You by Sister Hazel which is that song that goes It's hard to say what it is I see in you. Oh yeah. Wonder- Wait. Yep. Wait. I thought that was by someone else. Nope. Sister Hazel. Okay. I thought that was by Blues Traveler for some reason. No, but I can see why you would think that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well. And then finally, you know. number number 19 is Foolish Game slash You Were Meant For Me by Jewel. What a Jewel. She's really prolific in this time period, it, sound, it seems like. Her I recall. She's changing my life. That's not true. <laughs> Eventually, we will get to that. Um <laughs> so yeah brandon's uh, life change spurred by jewel's powerful songwriting I, I i gotta say i mean i think it was last episode we talked about maybe two episodes ago we talked about 90s crushes um i sadly uh jewel was on there not not 90s but like late 90s early 2000s middle school ish yeah like, i could see it I yeah, she, had, she had the crooked tooth and the blonde hair. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, oh, what? And the, the soulful countryness. <laughs> Trailer park. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I, in prep for this episode, um, I have three topics as usual. Um, anything you want to talk about? I have none topics as usual. Um, uh, yes. I just say I pretty much I just sit here and make like trite quips and uh, you do most of the talking. So I'm going to try to talk more. I'll try to do the yes and thing. That would be great. Uh, I was gonna, I was gonna start by. Um, I forgot to have you watch the the music video for Mo Money Mo Problems. I may have brought this up last time when we talked about um, mm-hmm. I'll be missing you, but Puff Daddy ha- always has that open jacket, and there's like always a wind machine on him in every single '90s music video with him in it. I'm going to pull it up because I'm on my secondary computer. This lovely computer over here is not working. Oh dear. Sorry. Uh, I just got a huge ad for GoDaddy. Sorry. Uh, Bear with us. Good radio. uh, To be fair, it's not one of the actual topics I want to talk about. I just thought I'd mention that. I just I need more wind machine in my life. Uh, And this one, they're actually on like one of those indoor skydiving machines. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> um, oh my gosh this is terrible and oh, also wow. it's, it's interspersed with some sort of skit where maze is playing like an announcer at a golf game like a, a master's cup type game uh my favorite thing about watching this video is i know that this video is going to be on the youtube version of the podcast and it's classic look at this yeah 
uh, wow. bits and pieces of it just in case we get copyright strike. Uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah, the, it's because the, and it keeps getting interspersed with. He's just he has no acting chops whatsoever. I don't know if that was on purpose, but it was just it was and wow. In one of them, they're dancing in like a space blanket. I don't. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Yeah. Uh, and oh, of okay. course, that off. Um, Biggie is dead at this point. So, they, oh. and when his part comes in, he has to, they're, they're watching him on a screen. I think I, yeah. they might be in a spaceship. I don't understand conceptually where to go from the winning the masters to, um, no, fly, no, yeah, flying in a wind machine. Uh, <laughs> All right. Um, wow. So just because this is the first thing I've written down, I thought we should talk about Airbud. All right. I can get behind a dog movie. Yeah. I mean, it is in your wheelhouse. Um, Airbud, I remember enjoying this first movie. It spawned a giant franchise and a spinoff. Uh, it was originally, the movie was originally based on a crossbred golden retriever named Air Buddy who shoots basketball hoops and he ended up playing himself in the movie. Um, this film was a success. It grossed $4 million in its opening weekend and totaled $27.8 million uh, with about a $3 million budget and surprisingly has a 45% on Rotten Tomatoes. I find uh, it funny that it's like, it's actually more believable than us letting women play in professional sports, which says something really sad about our society, I think. Right. <laughs> uh, yes. And that people find it more entertaining. Um, and then, so a, a sequel was released in the following year, exactly a year from August 1997, uh, which was Airbud Golden Receiver. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious oh my gosh which was a, a box i'm sorry a box ahead. office flop let me just finish yeah. your sentence yes yep <laughs> uh, it, i did not know i'm genuinely dying <laughs> over that that's hilarious <laughs> it, it grossed 10 mil against a budget of 11 million mm. uh, it has a 21 percent rating on rotten tomatoes and here's my question what what gag in the movie made it go from a three or four million dollar budget to 11 million I mean, that much, did they spend that much on milk bones? What's going on over there? Uh, well, so remember, <laughs> they used the dog that was trained to shoot hoops in the first one, whereas right. in the second one, they now had to fake a dog. Uh, oh, I believe throwing. A f- I, I, I think he was the quarterback. <laughs> I'm not sure. Maybe he was the kicker. Well, he, no, like, he was the kicker. Like he was definitely golden the kicker. receiver. He's not actually yeah. the receiver. Yeah, I don't. I'm pretty sure he didn't <laughs> catch the ball. Yeah, the, literally animating the dog, <laughs> throwing the ball, cost him ten million dollars. Yeah, uh, he might have been the kicker. <laughs> that it might. Have, I vaguely remember. Him oh being a gosh, that's, that's <laughs> so. Funny. The subsequent Airbud movies <laughs> were direct to video, and I'd like to play a quick game where you guess which sport each uh each <laughs> title of the movie is based on oh my god how many uh, are there uh there are three more in the airbud franchise and then there's i think wow. 10, 10 more in the spin-off franchise air buddies All right. uh All so right. we're gonna start with airbud uh airbud world pup soccer you are correct uh airbud seventh inning fetch 
Well, obviously, that's going to be cricket. No, I mean, uh, baseball. Uh, I probably should have had you. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, Airbud spikes back. Uh, it's volleyball. Clearly. You're correct. And then uh, Airbuddies uh, became somehow more of a Disney property, which is uh, became a spinoff series called Air Buddies, uh, which began in 2006 with the release of Air Buddies. And it focuses on the adventures of Buddies uh, talking golden retriever puppies. Now, in this movie, the puppies can talk to each other, I believe. No. I don't know if, yeah, I don't know if people understand them or not. <sighs> this is a synopsis for Air Buddies. Buddy and Molly's offspring work together to help each other while attempting to rescue their parents. Uh, <laughs> Which so, sport was it? Uh, Air Bud vomits on the carpet. Was <laughs> Which one was that? <laughs> so it's it's no longer it's no longer um, based on sports with the buddies. Uh, they oh, okay. just they have random adventures. So I'm going to ask you to give me the title of oh. of so it's Air it's, Air Buddies is the first one. So it's blank Air Buddies, but buddies blank buddies. Um, from now on, uh, the offspring of Buddy and Molly go on an Alaskan adventure. Uh, uh, cold buddies. Yeah, you're not gonna get this one. It's show buddies. Okay. Uh, the next one. The buddies tag along for a field trip to the space museum and accidentally walk aboard a rocket ship. Space buddies. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the buddies team up with Puppy Paws, the son of Santa Paws, to end the melting of a magical icicle threatening Christmas Eve. Santa buddies. There you go. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm on. The buddies are in a new adventure when Halloween hits Fernfield. Um, ghost puppies. Uh, uh, spooky buddies. Spooky buddies. Okay. Well, the fact that I got two out of three of those means I'm part of the lowest common denominator. So that's that's good. Uh, oh, oh, don't worry. There's two more in the buddies <laughs> franchise. Uh. The buddies find themselves on an Indiana Jones style adventure. Um, uh, explorer buddies. Uh, close. Treasure buddies. Treasure buddies. Okay. And then finally, the latest release. Uh, after acquiring rings that grant them superpowers, the buddies must find them to stop a villain. Super buddies. Yeah, there you go. Here, here's is there another buddies movie where they like find the person who keeps coming up with these movies and tell them to knock it off? No, <laughs> but there's a spinoff of the spinoff franchise. Um, one is called The Search for Santa Paws in 2010, uh, which came out after Santa Buddies. This is when Santa is in trouble. Paws has <clears> to save Christmas with the help of some friends, which is the prequel to Santa Buddies 2009. And a wayward Disney producer keeps flogging the same idea. <laughs> and then the final one, Santa Paws 2, The Santa Pups. When the Christmas spirit begins to disappear, Mrs. Claus and the Santa pups must race to save Christmas around the world. Wow. Did you? Yeah, so, that's yeah. rubbish. Honestly, I I <laughs> didn't realize how many spinoffs they had. And then I think it was the, the first Air Buddies movie. Uh, it looked like it had some actual real like vo- voice talent, like Molly Shannon from SNL is, I assume, the voice of Molly. Uh, it was kind of like live action Paw Patrol in a way. Yeah, pre pre Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol. 
Um, did, did you remember seeing any of the any of those movies? You have kids. I wouldn't be surprised oh, if you. No, no, they, they don't. They don't watch much of that kind of stuff. They're watching mm. like these creepy Garfield movies on Hulu or Netflix. Like newer ones or like the yeah the weird like three D animated ones. They're freaking me out. Not the live action, but the cartoon. No, like these cartoony kids ones. It's just it's strange. Hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I remember I watched the. I know I watched Airbud, and I know I remember that liking that one. I think I saw Golden Receiver on VHS, but like we rented it from Blockbuster or something. But I don't re- I don't recall it being good. No, you're kidding. <laughs> well, I I mean, yeah, it's it's surprise it's shocking that it was so so bad. And then I couldn't believe they kept going after that flopped. Like, how 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 much of a stretch? Um, let's do volleyball. That's that's a sport everyone likes. Yeah, like what Airbud goes curling. I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Golden Nine Nintendo sixty uh, for the Nintendo sixty four. Um, Boy, that I'll brings be- back some real memories right there. Yeah, I feel like it, we brought it up at one point on the show, but I. I think it was because we were talking about Goldeneye or Counter-Strike or something. And I, I tried to save the conversation for this yeah. episode. Uh, I tried really hard to find a way to play it online with you. Um, yeah. But I could not find a decent way to do that. Um, I yeah, recently, I don't think there is. Yeah. I recently dusted off my old N64 after I saw it played on a different podcast. Um, and those controls suck compared to modern shooters. Oh, yeah. But it was fun. It, it's fun to to play that again. I I really enjoyed Goldeneye. I wasn't that good at it when we were kids. Uh, I had a Game Shark to get me all the, the cheats and oh, stuff. Oh, I remember the Game Shark. That is, mm. boy, that's a blast from the past right uh, there. Oh, yeah. Not the Game Genie, the Game Shark. Wow. Yeah, it was definitely a fun game. Um, really good for just like general messing about on multiplayer too. Um, but it's oh, just yeah. it's one of the the classics, really. And actually, I have a Nintendo sixty four now. So, wow, I bought we it next sh- to that weird video game karaoke bar we went to. I think that was a part of the video game karaoke. Bar. Oh, you're right. It was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nice. Did you? Uh, did you? What games did you get? Uh, Mario Kart 64. I ended up buying it for a birthday party for my wife. So we played some Mario Kart 64. And now nice. we have, I'm playing Mario Kart 8 on the Wii U, which is kind of fun. Mm, I, I have it on the Switch. Yeah, uh, it's it's legit for sure. But I'm better uh, at the 64 version. Which is something I never thought I'd hear you say. <laughs> <laughs> Just because... As some background, Andrew didn't have the Nintendo system when we were kids, uh, so he always True. lost. But that's all I did in college was play Mario Kart. And mm. so uh, the problem is, like, I've been doing the drifting. You know, the drifting on 64, you kind of have to, like, move the joystick back and forth to initiate which, the drift. Mm-hmm, which probably sucks with uh, 20-year-old Nintendo 64 controllers. No, that's not where I was going. The um, Mario Kart 8... I was using the steering wheel, so we have them for the kids. We only had one game pad, so I'm trying to use the steering wheel, and I'm trying to do the, like, the back and forth motion with the steering wheel while I'm trying to drift. Uh, I've been doing that for like a year, and I come to find out that you don't have to do the back and forth thing. Yeah. Wait. So I apparently you, you don't. 
I thought you didn't have to do that on the 64. As far as I know, you do. But uh, either way, apparently I've been been doing it wrong a whole lot. So uh, anyway, now well, guess, the more you know. I guess I triple hop into a... I usually triple hop into a um, skid on 64. I do a triple hop into a skid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sounds like a uh, sounds like a figure skating move. Uh, if only, if only. Uh, so I also remember about eight years ago, maybe ten years ago now, uh, there was a game for the PS3 that came out called GoldenEye Rogue Agent, um, which had a stupid. It, it was they incorporated the stupid. Um, their knockoff Wii controllers, which now they use for their VR system. Uh, and it, 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 they looked like Wiimotes, but they had like giant light bulbs on the top of them. <laughs> yeah. And then this thing came with a light gun peripheral that looked like a submachine gun. I still have sitting around somewhere. Uh, but like, they're like, oh, it's, it's a sequel to GoldenEye, but it had nothing to do with GoldenEye. I was really pissed off when I got it. Uh, the controls weren't that good. Uh, here's a uh, synopsis of the game. In this setting, the game's protagonist is given the name GoldenEye after he loses his eye and receives a gold-colored cybernetic replacement. He's an MI6 That's agent. a complete disaster. Really? Yeah. It was like they didn't revisit anything from the, from the old game. I was like playing through. I'm like, well, this feels nothing like the original GoldenEye until I realized it was not the original GoldenEye. Wow, what, uh, what a terrible sounding thing. I'm glad I wasn't even aware that existed until now. Yeah, I wish I got my money back for that. I was very upset with it. Um, I mean, the peripheral was kind of cool, but yeah. Um, you know, uh, kind of worthless too at the same time because it was using really bad motion controls for the PlayStation 3. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, replaying GoldenEye, that, it's quite Brings a fun it. game. Oh, yeah. No, and it was, I don't know, I was so young back then, I guess I didn't fully appreciate it. But um, no, it's, it's a lot of fun. It is definitely uh, different though because the way, that, again, that we talked about this a little bit, like you don't, aim you just kind of point your character toward the bad guy and it can like mm. aims at them it had which was weird yes but, but it did have the do, ability to do manual but you had to like stop in place and then yeah aim. yeah so um, the two joysticks thing was quite revolutionary when that did end up happening i think that that's true um so what was i gonna say um i don't know uh excuse me Something about Goldeneye uh, being oh, uh, so we talked about time splitters on here when we were talking about mm-hmm. Counter Strike because that was that was your wheelhouse yeah. of gaming. When I was researching Goldeneye, apparently Rare was somehow involved with time splitters and time splitters too. That sounds familiar, actually. The, the company that did Goldeneye and Perfect Dark. Um, I I was unaware. It, that probably explains why it was. A halfway decent first person so, shooter. I just looked it up and someone said Time Splitters 2, still awesome. It actually was a super entertaining game. Because it had the other thing that was nice is it had like a it had a multiplayer campaign, which was pretty fun. Yeah. Um although I recall the, uh, I recall playing that with you and you carried the team, which a lot. Which is weird because I usually never do that on shooters of any kind. Well, yeah. <laughs> Remember when we did Portal 2? Oh, yeah. 
yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, Goldeneye paved the way for console FPSs. Cool. Yes. Peter do for that. <clears throat> so, um, South Park, uh, a show I know you've <laughs> never watched. No, I've watched um, a few. I've fun. watched a few. Oh, um, really? One of my personal favorites is the episode with the hippie digger. Uh, <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> uh, I like one. the one where they make fun of people who ride motorcycles. That's a real popular one with me. And then what's yeah. the one? It's like a three part where they try to do something. They find uh, the one with Cthulhu. Uh, well, no, there's there a like three with, with with the demon lord Cthulhu. I can't remember, but it Are was they su- it was superheroes, and then they no. I, now, of course, now I feel like a jackass because I don't know which one it is. But uh, right. yes, but those are my two favorite: is the hippie digger and the motorcycle one for uh, sure. Th- that's that's good choices. Mine is child abduction is not funny. Um, which True. is where uh, the parents are so afraid that their kids are going to get abducted that they put trackers on them so the kids get fed off, fed up and go join a horde of Mongolians who are trying <laughs> to... Because they build a wall around the city of South Park, Colorado. So every time a Chinese man builds a wall, Mongolians come to knock it down. Uh, so they go live with the Mongolians and there's this whole side story where the Mongolians are like messing with the guy that owns uh, City Walk, the Chinese restaurant in town who was to, who the who the townsfolk asked to build a wall. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I thought it was interesting. So if you don't know that program, they write and sh- they write, shoot and animate their show in seven days. Whoa, um, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, so every time a season starts, it's uh, there. There's no like pre-production. It's just yeah. They they take what's topical. Uh, they write an episode about it. They animate it, and they I guess they don't shoot it. They animate it. Right, yeah. Animate uh, in seven days, and then get it to Comedy Central to air. And uh, the only time that they ever failed on this was in 2013. There's a power outage, and. Um, that kind of screwed them over. Yeah. But otherwise, otherwise, because, you know, animated shows take forever. Rick and Morty took, they take like three years in between their seasons for 10 episodes. Um, but South Yeah, Park, but I would say the quality of animation is a bit different. That's true. They use Lower. very low grade animation. Yeah. And they've kind of perfected it over the, the years. Yeah. Um, I think the first episode I watched was the season seven premiere called Cancelled, which is kind of a, the, it's, this episode starts the same as the first episode. Cartman gets an anal probe. Uh, <laughs> talking so there's like an alien satellite that's jammed up Cartman's um, rear. Is that uh, the is this is that song from the Trump video you made from that show by chance? The are you referring to the I wonder what's inside your butthole song that I <laughs> yeah. dubbed over a group of Trump uh, people singing? Uh, I think no, it's ridiculous. That, that video like. That, Yes. Without the without the the song that you dubbed over it, mm-hmm. it's still like catastrophically embarrassing for them. Yeah, and then uh, more so when you put the song over it. But yep, it, it's very very creepy. Um, no, I believe that's from a Vine or oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it, it was someone else's idea. I just 
I just did it for them. <laughs> uh, they they write actual uh, comedy on an actual <laughs> internet show. Meanwhile, here we just uh, dabble poorly in yeah, comedy. Shout, shout out to Emily Fleming from. Well, she's actually a writer on uh, At Midnight or that Chris Hardwick show. Oh yeah, game show that was pretty good. Uh, but yeah, I think she, she was she is a writer for Good Mythical Morning. Um, okay. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Back to South Park. I remember in fifth grade, Jonathan Red Bull. Red Bull. Um, sorry for throwing you. You should the bus, bleep. John. We had to bleep it. Yeah, no, the last name. Um, he he was watching. He was watching it in like fourth or fifth grade, and I remember him telling me about it. I'm like, yeah, I watched South Park too. I totally know what's going on, and then didn't watch an episode until like the middle of middle school. Did I ever tell you about the time when I was at school at Western, and he like randomly showed up with some people from high school on mushrooms? Uh, it sounds about right. Now we have to bleep <laughs> his name. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. We can do that. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I recall him going through a phase where uh, where mm. he was really into that. Um, Mind altering substances. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Um, South. I'm surprised you've seen episodes of South Park because uh, it's, it's humor you like, but at the same time, you're very opposed to people telling you that. Let's be honest. I, I'm a holdout with a lot of shows. I don't like mm-hmm. a lot of things and I don't mm-hmm. watch it regularly, but I've been told there are certain episodes I have to watch. And those are the ones I watched. And they were very um, they were very much in my lane. So, yeah, I don't know if I could stand to watch it every week. Uh, but those were pretty. Those were pretty funny. The modern episodes are like they're now it's more serialized and it's kind of uh, yeah, it's different. Is it just um, like a bunch of Trump hate too? Which I like. I'm on board with, but it gets kind of old. Like it's not funny anymore. Well, actually, uh, yeah, yes, no, yeah. and so what they did is they took the teacher, Mr. Garrison. Yeah. Um, and they basically turned him into Trump. <laughs> um, he now has like an orange glow face and he oh, became okay. president of the United States by telling everyone he's just going to go F everyone in the A that opposes him. <laughs> uh, That's good. That's good. And, and then like there was an episode where he was like trying hard not to win the presidency, like by saying everything right. wrong. And then somehow he won. And yet did. Yeah. Imagine yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, now he's president. Bruce Jenner, or what? I don't. Was he called now? Or what Caitlin is she Jenner? Called? Caitlin Jenner. Uh, she he picks her as his vice president running mate, and uh, they do some some uh, transphobic jokes that probably don't Perfect. fly now. Yep. yep. Um, yeah. No. Definitely not. But yeah, it's uh, it's kind of a mess. Uh, Randy, one of the kids' dads, uh, started making a pot farm, and then uh, called Tegrity Farms. And mm. there's a whole subplot with with that, which is kind of annoying. Um, yeah, the kids they're trying to give some 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 uh character development and then it's just kind of weird you you want them to reset but i guess after 25 years of doing the show 25 years that's amazing 23 years of doing the show um you you kind of want to do something more yeah uh, so hopefully we hit 25 years during this show. Um, <laughs> just reminiscing right. about the 90s for hopefully we hit 25 episodes. Uh, yeah, two and a half decades. Um, and anything else you want to say? 
You know, <clears throat> I don't think so. Sorry for coughing into the microphone. That's pretty good radio or uh, podcasting. Referring to podcasting as radio is bad podcasting. Yeah, right, so I'm going to stop. You still think this is radio. And that's it for this week's edition of Namely 90s. Uh, I'm Brandon. That's Andrew. Find us on Twitter at Namely 90s or find us on our personal accounts at Bishwitty and at Namely Andrew. And tell us what you want us to talk about on future episodes. You can also contact us through our website, Namely90s.com. And please subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, Yavin 4, Deezer, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and wherever you get your podcasts at. And uh, we will catch you next time. Next time.